Welcome back, Soul Warriors, to another episode of The Next Level. I'm your host, Darren Brunn, and I want you to open your Bibles to chapter 5. We're going to read verses 27 down to 32. But let's recap. Last time we were hearing about a healing of a man of the palsy who was on a bed, and he was told after he was healed, carry your bed, pick it up, carry it, and walk to your house. And we discussed how when there's a healing in our life, that qualifies us to go and minister to those who are needing a similar kind of ministry or healing. You know, Jesus said, first take the little speck of wood out of your own eye. No, sorry, he said, first take the branch or the log out of your own eye so you can help someone else get the speck of wood out of their own. It's about not judging. It's about letting the Lord heal you but then also responding to that healing by helping others find it as well. But we're going to find a call of another disciple here, which is exciting, and some of the processes that unfold. So keep that in your mind. We've just had a a rather major healing in an area of our life, and people have responded well to that, even the scribes and the Pharisees from Galilee, from Judea and from Jerusalem, so different levels. And that response is states inside us responding. But look what happens here with Levi. Verse 27, And after these things went he forth and saw a publican named Levi sitting at the reception of custom. And he said unto him, Follow me. So we know that when the Lord's calling a disciple that we're shifting into a new area of our spiritual life where a rather major formation of something is being laid. Twelve disciples, twelve areas where we need formation in our life. Now this is Levi and it's significant what Levi represents. If we go to the book Apocalypse Explained in paragraph 444 it tells us that Levi signifies spiritual or denotes spiritual love. Levi and his tribe denote spiritual love which is called charity towards the neighbor. But if we go a little bit deeper Levi is also good works. It, Levi is charity towards a neighbor, which we don't always have the power to act out this charity or this love. We don't always have the money and the resources. But if where there's spiritual love or charity, there is an affection for good and an affection for truth. There's a desire, a longing and affection to do these things. And that's what Levi here represents. But Levi is also called a publican. He is a tax collector. And so from the text here, we're looking at Gentiles or more external states. So I want you to see here that we're we're dealing with the external states of our mind versus the internal states of our mind, which will be the scribes and Pharisees coming up in, in verse 30. So he says, Levi, follow me. And verse 28, and he left all, rose up and followed him. Now that's an example of a deeper work going on. Think of it like when you sell a house and you move to a whole new area and you've got to set up again. There's a leaving behind of all. There's a transformation because of the leaving behind. So there is a whole new formation going on inside us called Levi. The affection for truth and good, a longing to see good works or charity. Now, Levi made a great feast in his own house, and there were a great company of publicans 
and others that sat down with them. And this is just beautiful because birds of the feather flock together. And so when you have Levi here is being called, you have this affection for truth and good being called in our external minds. Well, all the states that go with that come along with it. So Levi has a feast and he wants to gather all his friends, his fellow publicans together to meet this this, this powerful one who's moving his life. And so in our, when the inner sense is at work inside us, in an area, everything connected with that area is being affected and called in. And there's a feast. So, but look what happens here in verse 30. The scribes and the Pharisees, who are obviously at that feast as well, as well, but their scribes and Pharisees murmured against his disciples, saying, Why do you eat and drink with publicans and sinners? So their Pharisees, scribes and Pharisees. So every area of your life, every state inside you, will have its scribes and Pharisees. It'll have its areas where self-talk is all about justifying this. It's all about the arguments that we use to stay this way. And those reasonings and murmurings are coming in here again because the inner sense is doing a new work and it's drawing those states away to something new. So up rises the objections in us. And these objections are are like this. What the scribes and Pharisees wanted was for Jesus to eat with them, for Jesus to glorify them, to Jesus to tell them how wonderful they were. Instead, Jesus wasn't focusing his attention on them. He was focusing it on where the affection for truth and good is, Levi. He was focusing it on the publicans and sinners. And this is really grating. So sometimes the inner sense is doing a work inside us that is really grating for us. It's Lord, this isn't what I want. This is not where I need your attention. I need you to come and tell me how what a great job I'm doing here or there or this. And instead, you're focusing in on that. And that's what's happening here. And Jesus answered them their, their question, why are you eating and drinking with publicans and sinners? And he said to them, they that are whole need not a physician, but they that are sick. I came not to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. And here is the power of the word again, and it's in a sense it always reaches in and gets to the core of the issue here. There's just so much in this statement, you can't unpack it. But just quickly, what I do get from this is this sense of where it's a truism. It's this this absolute true statement that a doctor is for the sick. And you don't go anywhere near a doctor unless you're sick. You stay away from them unless you're sick. Well, I do. And I think others do too. But we aren't attracted to the Lord unless we recognize our need for him. And these states inside us, these scribes and Pharisees, their justifications are keeping him away, are keeping them away, I should say, from the Lord, because they want the Lord to come to them and tell them how wonderful they are. Instead, the Lord's saying, no, you need to see that you need my help. Now, the Lord does see us as powerful, special. You know, he needs us as much as we need him. Heaven is built upon the work being done on earth right now. He needs us, but he needs us to come with who we're meant to be and let him transform us. We can't come as we are and say, hey, I want you to uh, accept me as I am, praise me as I am. No, the Lord says, come as you are, but but see that there's more, that I'm creating you to be something very, very different. And that's the state that we need. We need to keep having this. And the scriptures here are, are reminding us when the inner sense is doing a work on you in an area and it's uncomfortable and we're, what are you doing, Lord? We have to trust. There's always more. 
The soul warrior is always mastering up, training and learning more, and we don't know what's coming and what battles are needed, and he's preparing us. So stay encouraged. Soul warriors, stay strong and choose love, and I'll speak to you next time on the next level.